Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode of the Self Love Club podcast is brought to you by Amplify Kombucha. Taste amplified. The Self Love Club, a place where boss babes share their stories to empower women. Welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. I'm your host, Belle Crawford. Join me for a podcast series where we'll hear the stories of girl boss women who are doing super cool things with their lives. We'll find out how they've done what they have, their self love and self care practices. And they'll share their tips to empower you to live your best life. Spiritual healer and businesswoman Gaia Chania, aka Soul33, is my therapist and features on the Self Love Club Monthly for our series Love Lessons. In this episode, we answer your questions from my Bell Crawford Instagram. We're focused on your love and relationship-based questions. Enjoy. Gaia is back for another edition of Love Lessons. This time we're going to do something a little bit different, which we've wanted to do for a while. We did talk about this. Yep. Um, and we're going to answer some questions that we you've put are. through. I did like a QA and a on my Instagram story. You put some out as well to your followers. Mm-hmm. And we're going to answer some of them. We can save a lot. I've screenshot these so we can use them another time too. We'll just get through as many as we can over time. First up, this one's a bit juicy, and I think it's kind of good to touch on some juicy ones, you know? Yeah. uh, I love me some juice. (laughs) It's all anonymous, too, so you can feel free to ask these questions and not be worried about, like, who's going to find out. Mm -hmm. But this question here says, I love my partner, but I still have deep attractions to other people. Is this normal? Oh, that's juicy. That is juicy. That's a really, really interesting thing. And thank you for being so honest and actually Mm. asking that question. Look, I think it's normal. We're humans. We get attracted to people. But deep attractions, I think I would be questioning whether your relationship is giving you exactly what you need and and that you want. Because Mm. it's normal to be, in my opinion, and from the volume of people I see, it's natural to be attracted to whatever sex you're attracted to or whatever, you know? You can be attracted. You see someone that's your type. Of course, you're going to turn around and look. We all do that, whether we're in a committed relationship or not. But deep attractions is a really interesting thing. For me, there's alarm bells there because that's telling me that what you have now is not enough. And it might not actually even be about the partner that you have now. It's probably something in within you that's making you feel like, I desire more, I want more, because there is a way to go through life and appreciate beauty and whatever beauty means to you and appreciate someone's amazing personality without wanting to take it that next step. And also what I notice as well with my clients is that some people are addicted to that new relationship feeling and I mean, for me, it was the opposite. It was like, yeah, <laughs> it was I'm like, like a it's bad new relationship. It only gets better with time. But anyway, I'm not really not very normal in so many areas. But I just think that you know you have to actually ask yourself why is it that you're deeply attracted to other people? Mm. Attraction, everyone does it, but a deep one, a deep one. What do you think? It suggests to me that I mean, it depends on the situation, but it suggests to me that they're yeah, perhaps not happy in their current relationship, or if you're you know like. 
if it's really meant for you at that time, maybe you've just outgrown things yeah. or whatever's gone down. Um, but yeah, I think if I was myself, like having, you know, that happen, I'd be like, hmm, there's some, yeah, I think there's something going on there where maybe it's just not right for you anymore. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Only because I'm just, this is me personally, everyone's different. I've got some clients, particularly in Asia, who have open relationships. So they've got a partner and within that relationship, mm. they've agreed to see other people. Me personally, I, it's just, it's too complicated for yeah. me. I just can't be bothered. No, one's one's hard enough for I me. know, it's like, oh, but, it's enough but to keep the thing is, when, if you've got that kind of arrangement, then I understand that whatever floats your boat. But for me, if you are in a committed, loyal relationship and you're deeply attracted to other people, there is something that needs to be addressed mm. within yourself and looking within your relationship to see whether, like you say, it's what you actually want to move forward. And I also believe, and I, and I know this now, I used to think that, you know, you get married to one person or you're with one person for the rest of your life but sometimes relationships are just there to serve a purpose for a particular period of time mm. and then that's it it is a hard realization when you're like because you know society makes you think that oh you know you're gonna find your one and it's, yeah. that's that but yeah it is a hard realization when you either outgrow someone or it's just not right anymore or you know the yeah. relationship served its purpose and then it's done it's it's a it's a life lesson really exactly and, and the good thing for all of us to remember is that relationships are teachers in our lives and if you think about when we were five our primary school teachers we don't need our primary school teacher anymore we needed them when we were mm. five till six or whatever it was and it's the same thing if you're having deep attractions to other people like we could all just be attracted to many people if we allow ourselves to but for me, I'm fiercely loyal. Most of us are, though. Most people are fiercely loyal. Yeah. And once they're with someone, they're loyal. Like, yeah. Of course, there's people that are not like that. But I think, yeah, like when you're into someone, then you're loyal. You, that's what people do. Yeah. So generally. So to answer that question mm. for the whoever asked it, go back and look at your relationship. Why is it that you feel that you need to go somewhere else and still be deeply attracted? Superficial attraction, normal. Mm. Yeah, we all do that. But I think that you really need to ask yourself some questions about what it is that you're looking for outside of the relationship. Yeah. Another one which kind of follows on naturally from this mm -hmm. is how do you know when you've met the right person and it's not just another lesson? <sighs> That's a tough one. Mm. For me, you know when you meet the right person because now the right person for each individual is different. For me, I don't believe that a relationship should be too smooth sailing. Mm. And the reason why I say that is because I see, I see clients who are just bored in their relationships and start looking elsewhere because everything is just too perfect. So I just think that when you've met someone, they will, they will bring out a, an energy within you that makes you feel like you are not completing the other person, but they encourage you, you feel valued, you feel respected, but you also feel challenged in a way where you're growing all the time because it's when things get bored um, that, you know, you start, like the previous question, mm. you start looking elsewhere. But I think, you know, when you know when you've met the right person for you, whether that's for a six-month period, a two-year period, a 25-year, nobody actually knows unless it's you, yeah. you know? So, but you will know because it won't, that person will always keep coming back to you also. And I know this from having been in a relationship which broke up and got back together and broke up and got back together. That's because they will, no matter what happens, they will always find you wherever you mm. are and come back to you. So I just think that, 
you know when you've met the right person because you will feel it on a really deep level, even if it starts off rocky. Many of my friends have started off relationships where the partner was like finish ending it with someone else or making, you know, making that mm. weird transition from one person to them. That kind of messiness, if you can get through that messiness because you're following your soul's navigation going, actually, I'm meant to be have in this relationship with this person. But the lessons tie in naturally with mm. that too, you know, because every relationship there are lessons. But the knowing that you have met someone that you should be with and should be pursuing, you will know that on a really deep mm. level because no matter what, they will keep coming back to you. Yeah, and I think it is hard to know because like you say, like lessons can come about. You, It might be the right person, but there may be lessons and it may not be for a long time. You're not going to, you're not going to know, are you? Because people might have those feelings about people who were a lesson. You know what I mean? That's right. People listen to this and be like, I felt like that about someone, but it was a lesson. Yeah. So you're not to know. You're, you're, you are not to know. I mean, from my point of view with working on clients, I can actually tell when someone is going to just meet someone and be with them forever. And I can also tell, because I've, I remember telling a, a young girl once, I, and I had to say, you know, she's only young, she's like 22 or 23. I said, I just have to tell you this, but I believe that you're going to be married twice. You're going to have two baby daddies. And she goes, you're not the first psychic to tell me that. So you can, you can, I can actually see it mm. in blueprints if someone is meant to be with someone long term. And I also have clients who say, I hate my husband. I don't want to be with him. And I'm like, well, tough shit. Cause you are actually going to be with him forever. Uh-huh. They don't actually hate them. They just hate the behaviors, which is causing the partner, right. the, the, my client pain in some way. But again, that goes back to nobody can make you feel the way that you feel. Yeah. You have to actually take ownership of that. Yeah. So that's a really tough question, but you know, when someone's right. You will know. Yeah. You will know even if it's a tough beginning that you need to stick it out. Mm. It's only what you're in denial if that, that person is like cheating on you and has got another family and that's the, that's where denial and stuff yeah. comes in. But if you're really following and knowing that that person is actually going to be with you for – and nobody knows whether it's forever. And it's also a, a, a matter of actually knowing and not – like a lot of us have in the past or you've made excuses for people thinking, oh, this is meant to be when you you, you probably deep down know you it's not. You always know. It's like when I get clients and I say to them, you're going to break up with this person and they're like, yeah, I know. They know. Everybody mm. always knows. They it might know. be a, like a really superficial denial for a while, but you always know when you're going to be with someone. Even the ones that say, I hate my husband, don't want to be with him. They know that they'll always keep going. I'll stop bragging about having a husband. <laughs> I'm still waiting for mine. (laughs) Same. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. There are so many different Amplify Kombucha flavours this summer. I'm thinking I'm going to get amongst the tropical vibes, you know, pretending we're on an island somewhere by taking the pineapple coconut flavour with me to summer barbecues. Hurry up, summer, and hurry up, barbecue season, right? They're really yummy and low in sugar, and it's helping me break up with certain drinks. Sorry, coffee. It's not me. It's definitely you. Because it's actually good for you and tastes good too. Win-win, right? Trust me and try Amplify Kombucha. They're big on taste. All right, this question's come through too. The question is, how do you move forward in a relationship after someone's told you they don't love you yet? Oh, I actually... You've actually said, I don't love you. You're not meant to say that. Like You just don't say it until you actually mean it, and that's when you say it. Yeah, exactly. Look, if... 
You know, I think you should say when you feel the feelings, right? But, of course, you run the risk You don't of, say, oh, I don't love you yeah. yet. Like, I mean, I actually had know someone personally in my life who had this happen, and he's a guy, and his girlfriend recently just said to him, you know, I love you, dot, dot, dot. And he, he actually responded really well. He said, just give me some time. I'm not quite there yet. And so that's a good way. That's to say a good it. way to say it. <clears throat> I think when they said "I don't love you yet," I mean that person obviously didn't word it in the best way possible. But if then this is going back to like whether you know you want to stick it out with that person. Everybody falls in love and expresses and shows love in a different way. Mm. And so I think that you just need to trust that that person will get there in time and, and give it, people time give as well. People like, time. Don't be so impatient. You, exactly. And you don't need to. You don't need. You shouldn't need to hear "I love you" all the time. It's like our parents and siblings we don't tell each other we love each other every five seconds of the day but we all know that Mm. underlying current is there that we have a love for each other and I think in an instance like that you just have to trust that that person will catch up and if they don't then you just move on Mm, totally easier said than done but it's true you just wait it out and just let them come to the party don't ever say I love you with the expectation of it being returned straight away because that's selfish love with expectations yeah Another one along the dating lines is uh, how to not be desperate for a boyfriend but also be open to meeting people. We've talked about, like, desperation a lot before and how it kills how it does things. Desperation just, even in the smallest doses for anything in your life, it really just repels what you mm. actually want. This is when you actually just need to go out into the world knowing that you will meet the right person at the right time and feeling so confident and in love with yourself that, it's you don't have to go through 10,000 men to find the right one. He will just find you. Yeah. And, you know, I got the questions about twin flames and soulmates yeah, and things like that. Quite a few of those. Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is that, you know, you – desperation, like I just said, kills everything. So you, when you go out dating, you go out to have an experience and get to know someone. And that turn, the questions the person asks you, you get to know yourself in that process too. So as long as you're feeling like – I know it will happen at some stage and really trust that it will. And go date, go meet people and have the experiences you're meant to have because that will only give you more indication of what it is you actually want with a partner when you have practice in that way. So as long as you're going on, like I've dated before and I hated it. (laughs) To be honest, I really hated it. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy, but... You know, you you do need to just follow the path of having to do what you need to do to get the partner because that's what you want, but without it being a desperate, an act of desperation. Because once you do that, you could end up with someone that you don't actually really want or mm. doesn't value you or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And it's maybe a down to a bit of self-work, which is totally fine too. If you're feeling that way or our dating makes you feel anxious or yucky, like do some self-work. And, uh, absolutely. And just know that it will work out. I mean, I remember saying to friends, and I I hear this all the time now and when I was in my 20s and broke up with that long-term partner you know I'd go out on a date and I'd think <clears throat> this person's quite nice oh my god you know what what if this is this is the only person that I could ever have you know meaning like yeah. you know I, I remember going out yeah. on a date with a guy and thinking that like oh you know he didn't text me back he didn't call me but what if that was my chance? But then as time went on, I realized that was just practice because mm. obviously it was triggering my own insecurity. And once I had built up my the secureness I felt in myself, the universe brought me someone and not that it was an easy path at all, but it brought me someone where I knew that I needed to persevere with it. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, like it just doesn't even matter when you like down the track, does nah. it really? And, it, it, and being someone who's been through it before – 
<clears throat> going from being desperate to not desperate, it is absolutely 100% possible to put the work in for yourself to make sure that you don't carry that desperation with you. It's 100% possible. Yeah, to get something in life or to make things happen, you kind of need to put it into action. But you know, you say by doing the work on yourself and having that belief that you will meet someone and it's all going to work out. So not by, so like for people like myself that don't really actively date very often, like I'm not really putting myself out there. It just sort of happens where it happens. Yeah. Is that still all good? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like I wasn't a dating Because I don't feel like app. I put much effort in. No. The th- every significant guy or that, be I know exactly. <laughs> no, I, I mean I can when it's right. I know. You, you I know, know what but I the mean. thing is, not, you're not. You know, some people I know have met through dating apps and have long term amazing relationships. I personally am not that person, and because I'm not that person, the universe brought me someone very organically and naturally. But the thing is, like yourself, if you don't want to go down that route. You just trust that you will actually meet someone. And this is, you know, going back to the desperation thing, you yourself are the biggest project in your life. Mm. And as long as you're feeling physically wonderful, no matter what size and shape you are, you're feeling mentally strong, spiritually strong, when you're secure like that, you will you will meet someone whether you're forcing it or not. You will just naturally go about life and someone will fall into your lap. And that's how it always works when you're just so laxed about it, mm. but still want someone. Right. I just wanted to ask that because I, I think we get asked that a bit yeah, where it's like, you know, without actually putting in the work per se, but that's good to know that it's still like, you're still putting in the work. It's just in a different way than what I think people think they need to be doing, which is like actively dating and on the apps and, yeah. you know, meeting people. Yeah. Whereas it's like- and- you can focus on your life and meet people along the way organically, which a lot of us like to do. Exactly. And and not everybody, if, you know, some people love the yeah. apps and things. You do whatever feels yeah. right for you. I'm just saying that for me, it wasn't the, you know, it, didn't, it felt weird for me. Mm. And so that's why the universe is always, when I looked at how I met my ex-boyfriend, it was, nat- it was all naturally mm. just guided and put there in front of me. Yeah. Like a Christmas present. <laughs> So this is an interesting question and you sort of touched on it in a little bit before about yourself. Mm. How do you stop self-doubt when a guy takes ages to reply, even though you know you shouldn't doubt it? It's a good (laughs) question because we've all had that before where, you know, you're like, oh, and they don't reply to you and you're like, oh. Whereas now it's just like you just need to not worry. It's easy to the done, but you need to not worry like – if it's meant to be, they'll come back, they'll text you, everything. If not, then like all good, bye. Distract yourself. Mm. Distract yourself and go and do something else because if you're sitting by the phone waiting for them to text, they will feel that and they'll probably take like another three more days to text you. Oh, you know, so you horrible. Have, it is horrible. I, yeah. And I've totally been there. It's a horrible feeling when you're when you like someone or you're you know, that initial period waiting for them to message you or call you, you have to distract yourself. Don't be one of those girls that are really desperate going, oh my God, you know, hi, you there? Like, when are we going to meet no, up? Don't, don't do, do that, that because that, just from my knowledge of working with men on that deep level, they don't like that. They like, <clears throat> I know this is a, the treat of men, keep them keen thing. I know that's a horrible but thing it's to true. say. It's, it's like kind of like, true. It's how psychology works. It is kind of true. When you just, when you are focusing your attention on other things, they are more likely to come to the party. And this is even when you are in a relationship and you're wanting something of your partner. If you keep going on and on and on and on about it, they're going to just be like, well, fuck that. I'm not going to give her what she wants. Mm. And that's a natural instinct yeah but if you just go like okay well I'm just gonna go do this and distract them I want to come too I want to do that too and it's the same thing they will feel that energy oh 
she'll text her now because yeah. they won't feel that pressure because a lot of guys feel that mm. pressure from girls like time's ticking yeah and it can <laughs> be quite hard especially I think I've gone on a bit of a journey with it like a lot of girls and guys have I think when you're experiencing those times, especially when you're younger and as you get older and, and grow up a bit, where I think all of the time when they don't text you back, I know for myself, like you put your self-worth on it a lot when you're not so secure in yourself yeah. or, you know, you've had some maybe bad experiences. So like for me, I know in the past, this isn't something that happens really anymore, but you know, it, if they don't reply to you, you're like, oh, it's because I'm not good enough. That's and right. You, and it's really, I understand that. So if that happens to you, like, it's normal, but you can work through that. because it's, it's not nice. And like, yeah, you don't want to get into a situation where you are putting your place, your self-worth in that sort of a situation. That's right. And mm-hmm. it's it's usually not about that. And let me tell you, when someone wants you, they will show you that they want you, you know, especially in the initial parts of a relationship. Mm. If they want you, they will text you when it's the right time. They will, and Unfortunately, it's this dating thing. It's all a bit of a game yeah. initially, you know. Everyone's trying not to be too keen and not be too desperate, and so you just have to distract yourself by go to your meditation or go to your dance class or whatever, and not not wait because as soon as you put that waiting energy into anything, it'll drag it on for another 10 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, let me tell you, one day I'll tell you full stories about Ooh. those things. But it's like, you know, you just got to let it go and just yeah. not take, turn it back into yourself going, oh my God, he doesn't like me. I'm yeah. Good. So he might be seeing someone else. That when they like you, they will message you. But initially you just got to be patient. Yeah. And if it, it's a, it's not something you can just teach yourself. And at the time it can be hard, but I've learned as well through the work I've done with you, it's like, you just know that if it doesn't work out, then it's just not meant to be. Exactly. It doesn't, I think for me, it was a big learning experience. It doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. It doesn't mean you're not good enough. It just means that it's just not meant to be. And don't like, that's that. Like, that's all it is. Yep. And so it's like, yeah, like if things work out, cool. If they don't, oh, well, cool. Like, you know, and I know it sounds really black and white, but you can get to a space where you do feel like that. Oh, let me tell you, yeah. absolutely can. And especially with, that's why, you know, if you have an opportunity to practice going out on dates and things with no expectations and no desperation attached mm. to it, it's a really good way for you to learn that resilience that not everyone's meant for you and you're not meant for everyone and that's okay. That's no reflection that you're not good enough or not pretty enough or whatever. It's nothing. It's just that you're just not the right person mm. for that person. So and what that waiting period, go and distract yourself with something else and change your energy because someone likes you, they will show you. And then you know what happens after you start getting into the relationship, you get into your groove and then after it you're like, oh God, he's texting me again or, you know, or whatever it is. It, yeah. it all changes. It's all just a period of time as we're moving through the phases of dating and into a, into a relationship. Awesome. Thank you so much for answering those questions. There's plenty more which we can save for another time. Just keep an eye out on my stories, your stories, and another chance to ask some questions too. Thanks so much for listening to the Self Love Club podcast. Please subscribe for more episodes and catch up on eps you may have missed. Reviews and sharing the Self Love Club with your friends and on your Instagram stories helps so much in spreading the self-love message to others who may really need it. You can follow me at Belle Crawford on Instagram plus Self Love Club podcast. Check out my website as well, bellcrawford.com for Self Love Club resources and blog posts. And we're on Facebook, the Self Love Club community. Go join it now. A big thanks to our audio engineer, Nick Bourbon. We've got heaps of boss babes coming up to empower you through the rest of the year. We're already halfway through. Uh, with weekly episodes available each Monday. Catch you soon, babes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 